is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. You know, one of these days, we're just going to let this song play for an uncomfortable length of time, and I'm just not going to talk. Because here's the deal. One, this is a great song. It's one of the reasons we chose it for the intro. (laughs) Also, there is an epic bass solo that's about... Two and a half minutes in. And again, I get it. I, I get it would be a little awkward for us to just play music for two minutes and not talk. But if you've never listened to it, if you've never actually listened to this full song, but you kind of like it, you kind of dig it, you nod your head a little bit. The Raconteurs, Consoler, Consolers of the Lonely is the name of the song. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Bass solo later on. Uh, I guess today's probably not going to be that day, though, because we've got a lot to talk about. So... <laughs> We need to get through the intro and get into it. This is the Workday Red Zone, and we appreciate you tuning in here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. Uh, we're all over your radio dial. We're also online at 953theticket.com. Of course, don't forget to get that EAB media app downloaded to your phone. Not only can you take it with you on the go to stream the ticket live, but that's going to be the great resource uh, this upcoming football season to be able to stream all your favorite high school teams and uh, Arkansas State Athletics as well. So again, that is the EAB media app. If you want to shout at us today, the number to reach us on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications is 870-930-3776. You can also reach out on social media. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us. On Twitter, at Kara underscore Richie is another. Today's KavanaughCars.com question is posted uh, with the hashtag WDRZ. I am Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio today by producer Will Oswalt. Yes, indeed. All ready to go for the next couple of hours. Yeah. Uh, Keith Merritt, usually with us on Wednesdays. He's a little under the weather, so oh, we're going to no. cross our fingers that he's going to be back with Dead us gummit. tomorrow. But uh, hopefully that will be the case there. Quick programming note before we dive into some headlines and the aforementioned question of the day. Uh, but we will not be with you on Friday, squeezing in one more vacation day before the college football season is upon us. And uh, just got to, at this point in time on the calendar, got to take them when you can. So uh, no show on Friday. We'll be here with you, of course, two hours today, uh, two hours tomorrow, and <laughs> then back at it on Monday. And I'd accidentally uh, activated text to talk while I was sitting there with my spiel so uh, apologies to whoever I just sent an absolute novel of a text message to uh what do we got going on we got breaking news actually is what we got going on of course uh yesterday we saw the release of the A-State men's basketball full non-conference schedule today we get gifted with the A-State women's hoops schedule and hello home games mercy a program record 17 total home dates nine of course in Sunbelt conference action that had already been revealed in Eight non-conference home games. Uh, Just an absolutely awesome schedule, in my opinion. We'll go through all of it coming up here in just a moment. Uh, But we'll go ahead and tell you that uh, the season does tip off on the road. One of the the few uh, non-conference 
road games. Uh, it will be the season opener that is going to be at South Dakota State on Monday, November 6th. The home opener in that MAC Sunbelt Conference Challenge on Thursday, November the 9th against Northern Illinois. Also, that's an 11 o'clock tip-off. Thank you, Max Sunbelt Coach Destiny Rogers. That means we will not be having a workday red zone on Thursday, November the 9th as well. So, all right, all kinds of good good stuff there with the uh, with the home opener for a state women's basketball. But uh, coming up here in just a few, we will go through that full slate. Of course, yesterday it was the uh, a state men's basketball schedule that was revealed, and, and the exact opposite of the women's in the sense that uh, there were nine road tests highlighting that schedule in Brian Hodson's inaugural season as head coach. Uh, we went through it yesterday, so we're not going to rehash it, but we do have some some dates maybe to schedule on, or excuse me, to circle on the men's schedule as well as the women's schedule. And again, that'll, that'll come up uh, in our next segment. Looking at other news and notes, six Razorback standouts are 2023 preseason coaches, all SEC distinction on Tuesday. First team honorees were Dwight McLaughlin and Raheem Sanders. Uh, K.J. Jefferson, Brady Latham, Bo Limmer were tabbed with the second team. Cam Little, a third team selection. In baseball news, today already starting off better than yesterday did for Ooh. the St. Louis Cardinals as they try to avoid going 0 for 2023 against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Last night it was a 6-3 to loss. Teams already in action today in Pittsburgh. Uh, Cardinals up 3 to nothing after 1. And let's look at how this one uh, came about quickly before we dive into our KavanaughCars.com question. But it was uh, Palacios continued playing well there against his brother as he doubled to ride and uh, drove in a couple of the first RBI of the day credited to Paul Goldschmidt as uh, he singled to center and Burleson scored. So again, uh, three to nothing right now heading into the top of the second, back already to the top of the order with Tommy Edmond uh, at the plate. By the way, Zach Thompson pitching today for St. Louis. For the Pirates, it is Luis Ortiz. So uh, we'll have plenty of updates on that game as we go along today, obviously. Uh, com question. Who's going to be this year's Group of Five representative in the New Year's Six Bowl? I thought we might as well. We're 10 days out from uh, the start of most of uh, most of college football's kickoffs. Of course, we do have a handful of games coming up Saturday. We'll talk a lot more about those tomorrow. But uh, for the most part, 10 days out from the start of the season. Um, historically, some of these have been really, really fun games to watch. They've more often than not been really, really competitive games. Uh, the group of five has certainly been able to to get some wins here and there along the way against their Power Five brethren. And there's been, I mean, just really fun, really competitive contests in these different bowl games. Last year was about as good as it gets. Flashing back to that one is Tulane pulled off just an epic comeback against USC. In fact, I went back, I, I knew it was a good comeback, but I didn't realize quite how dramatic it was until I went back and pulled up the uh, the, the box score earlier from that one, but with four and a half minutes left last year at AT&T Stadium in Arlington in the Cotton Bowl, uh, USC kicked a field goal to go up 45-30. to 30. But then the last four and a half minutes were all about the green wave. 
Uh, Tulane scored on a two-play, 16-second drive (laughs) to get within eight points uh, with four minutes and seven seconds remaining. Then after that, they were able to record a safety, which was massive. Got them to within six with three minutes and 20 seconds on the the clock and then just steadily marched down the field on a 12-play, 66-yard drive that took just a little bit over three minutes off the clock. Got back in the end zone with nine seconds left to pull off that epic comeback and take down USC 46-45. to uh, That catapulted Tulane into the top ten of last year's final AP rankings. And they are pretty much, uh, I think they're the lone group of five representative in the top 25 this year. Uh, clocking in, I think, mm, I'd have to go back and double check exactly where uh, they clocked in the preseason polls this year. But they're already, because of what they did last year, a pick to to be the group of five representative this year. Uh, again, because of what they pulled off, what they, uh, what they returned. And they would be the first group of five team to be able to do that, represent the group of five in back-to-back years since Cincinnati did it in uh, 20 and 21. Of course, in 21, Cincinnati... <clears throat> Was able to not just be the group of five rep, but make it all the way to the Cotton Bowl. They did get annihilated by Alabama, but uh, hey, usually those semifinal scores are not particularly close. Although last year was a very, very notable exception. But again, the, the KavanaughCars.com question today. Who is going to represent the group of five in the New Year's Six Bowl game? We will let you think about it. As we open up the phone lines during the break at 870-930-3776. But again, we have A-State news to talk about. We'll go over some of the highlights and uh, also just this full this full Arkansas State women's basketball schedule. Some of the highlights and some dates to circle on your calendar. That is all on the way when we come back from a break here on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. It's a summer of savings at Car Today. Car Today is offering you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know that bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help you build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. Stop by Car Today this summer and see how you really can buy here and pay here. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. For the best deals this summer on late model, low mileage, cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Car Today. Buy today at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at neacartoday.com. Car Today, you ride today, because we just say yes. Attention, members and guests. This season, make Salsa's Grill your ultimate destination for Mexican food and good times. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Salsa's Grill on Caraway Road brings the sizzle to football season. Join Salsa's Grill for happy hour every day from 3 to 7. And if you're craving authentic Mexican cuisine, Salsa's Grill has mouth-watering dishes that will have your taste buds dancing with delight. Salsa's is open till 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and until 10.30 Friday and Saturday. Salsa's Grill, 2240 South Caraway. Way in Jonesboro. The meat shop at Mountain Home. 
What's the best way to cook a hamburger? Best way to cook a hamburger is first, allow your beef to come up to room temperature. Then, make sure you season your beef with the meat shop steak seasoning for at least 30 minutes. Steak seasoning. That's right. We have our own brand. It's amazing. Only thing I use on beef anymore. Then, I use the little dimple method. I form my hamburger patty, put my thumb right down in the middle just to make a little cup on top. And then I fill that with olive oil, put it on the grill. Order online at MeatShopMH.com. Free delivery in Mountain Home. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at ColsonGroupUSA.com and click Careers tab. That's ColsonGroupUSA.com and click Careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. Hello, this this is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. If your system is over 10 years old and you've been paying for costly repairs, it may be time to replace. At Moore, we know replacing your HVAC system is a big investment and we can help. Did you know that we can replace your air conditioning system for less than the cost of your daily cup of coffee? Call Moore Air Conditioning today at 870-336-2023 or visit us at mooreac.com. Some restrictions apply. You deserve more. Don't sell for less. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you, better for Arkansas, better for all. First Security, bank better. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Join the Red Wolves this fall as we celebrate the 50th season of football inside Centennial Bank Stadium. Single game and season tickets for A-State football are on sale now. Be there for all six home games, beginning with the home opener against Memphis at 6 p.m. on September 9th, presented by St. Bernard's. Go to astateredwolves.com slash tickets, call 870-972-3882, or download the official A-State Athletics app to get your tickets today. We want to see and hear you in the vault with your Wolves up for A-State football. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. I'm gonna find them off. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Will with you. A couple of quick notes before we dive into uh, this Arkansas State women's basketball schedule that was just released about 30 minutes or so ago. Of course, you can take a quick peek right now at astateredwolves.com or on your Red Wolves app. Uh, but quickly here, uh, let's throw back out the cavern.cars.com question. We're asking you today what team is is going to represent the group of five in the New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, so that's uh, our overall topic of the day, but a couple of other notes to mention as well. Cardinals now at five to nothing over Pittsburgh, which just one away in the top of the second. Aaron Otto. Uh, just doubled to left, so he drove in. Paul Goldschmidt, he drove in. Uh, excuse me, Paul Goldschmidt and Alec Burleson, so uh, five Man. to nothing, I guess. Uh, Battle this up, boys. <laughs> what took you so long? This team sucks, yeah. Will. That's what took them so yeah. long. They're going to win today just to be 16th. All right, anyways, it's too yeah. early in the show for that. All right, uh, <laughs> one more note that I want to mention. Uh, all of... Friday night's high school football games that are airing on the EAB family of stations have had their original kickoff times altered. 
and uh, we've been updating you all week. The the latest one to add to that is uh, is Nettleton, and they are now going to be kicking off on Friday at seven thirty. So again, uh, just looking at the slate here for the games that we're going to carry on the EAB Sports Network. Uh, Nettleton hosting Mountain Home, 7.30. Jonesboro hosting West Memphis, 7.30. Valley View on the road at Harding Academy at 8 o'clock. Brooklyn on the road at Westside, also at 8 o'clock. Now, these are just the games we carry on our stations. At this point in time, it would probably be easier to give you a list of games that have not had their times changed as opposed to the ones that have. But uh, coming up later on in this hour, we'll try and get you up to speed with every single game in Northeast Arkansas that has had its kickoff time altered. But again, uh, all four here airing on uh, the EAB Sports Network have have been changed. So definitely uh, know before you go on Friday and make sure you keep up to speed with with your team's social media or or, or fan pages or whatever because everything's going to be different on Friday. And then also, you know, Friday afternoon, it's not going to be a bad bad idea to stop and get yourself uh, some extra Gatorade or Smart Water or a liquid IV or something to to chug before you Absolutely. walk into a game. You're not kidding. On Friday night, it is it is going to be uh, borderline unbearable for sure. Uh, all right, so let's talk about this A-State women's basketball schedule because this is fun, man. Uh, there is going to be a season opener at South Dakota State on Monday, November 6th. And then almost one month later, Arkansas State is going to be on the road to play at Kansas City on Saturday, December the 2nd. And everything else on the non-con schedule is in Jonesboro. Uh, The first game that the Red Wolves are going to play at First National Bank Arena is going to be Thursday, November 9th against Northern Illinois. Uh, Then that uh, next Friday, the 17th, is when A-State is going to be hosting Arkansas as the third game of a four-year back-and-forth home-and-home series with the Razorbacks. On Tuesday, Arkansas State is going to be hosting Hendricks. That's Tuesday, November 21st. And then wrapping up the month of November in Jonesboro on the 28th against UAPB. By the way, that's going to be part of a doubleheader that night at First National Bank Arena. We mentioned the uh, the, the game that's going to lead off uh, December is going to be at Kansas City on December the 2nd. Uh, but then uh, after that, back to Jonesboro. And guess who's going to be rolling into First National Bank Arena? Everybody's favorite team, Louisiana Tech. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, coming in on Saturday, December the 9th. Then uh, Thursday the 14th, it'll be North Alabama. Sunday the 17th, longtime rival Little Rock. Thursday the 21st, UT Martin. And then Saturday the 30th, we'll tip off conference play against Coastal Carolina, also in Jonesboro. Wow. Now, I will tell you that once you get into January in the conference slate and, uh, you know, the the middle of February in the conference slate as well, there's not going to be very many opportunities to catch the Red Wolves in Jonesboro. So you want to see them early this year or you'll have to wait until late. Uh, when A-State's going to close out conference play with the last four in, in Jonesboro. But I I like this schedule. It is very nice. <laughs> I really do. Again, uh, look, we're, we're gifted with an off day here on the Workday Red Zone on November the 9th because that's going to be an 11 a.m. tip. And then, uh, of course, also, I mean, Arkansas coming to Jonesboro, Louisiana Tech coming to Jonesboro, Little Rock coming to Jonesboro. Uh, this, this just looks like a, a great schedule. For A-State women's basketball. You add in. I mean there is already uh, a good amount of excitement. I believe with with this 23-24 team. Based on 
uh, the players that A-State is bringing back, like Izzy Higginbottom, like Lauren Pendleton. Then you add in players like Winter Rogers and several other additional transfers. And I just I, I feel like you already had a good amount of buzz around A-State women's basketball. And then now you add in a schedule where the fans can go out and see this team early and often. And that is just going to help generate even more buzz uh, with Arkansas State. But again, just to reiterate kind of the main point of, of this schedule, 17 total home games on the full 23-24 slate. And uh, that includes eight non-conference outings uh, overall that's that's a program record 17 total home dates and uh, surpasses the previous record of 16 which was all the way back in 2006 2007 in terms of strength of schedule uh, a state's non-conference slate features five teams that played in the postseason last year so it's it's both strong and local <laughs> so uh, you kind of get the best of both worlds with uh, with this A-State women's basketball schedule. Now, several games on the schedule that, you know, I- I'm going to be excited to see. But uh, all in all, do you want to give everybody a heads up that it looks like there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven uh, men's and women's doubleheaders oh. throughout the season. Now, of course, they switched up. They've done conference play differently for years and years and years. But uh, you do have five conference doubleheaders and in fact even one of those featuring uh, the the very same teams on on Thursday January the 11th and Saturday January the 13th uh, a state is going to be facing Texas State and Louisiana uh, respectively on those dates and both both the men and women are playing Texas State both the men and women are playing Louisiana that's going to be one of the doubleheaders there's a doubleheader on January Wednesday January Wednesday Jan- Wednesday January the 31st uh, different teams, though, with the women facing South Al, the men facing Southern Miss. Uh, you got a doubleheader on Saturday, February the 3rd. ODU for the women, ULM for the men. And a uh, final doubleheader on the slate is going to be Saturday, February the 24th. Uh, women facing Southern Miss, men facing South Alabama. So uh, a lot of times in the past they've done split doubleheaders for those Saturday Certainly. games. And, of course, uh, when they've been during the week, you know, you got to wait on everybody to get off work, got to wait on uh, the kiddos to get out of school. So in, in years past, those would start about 5, 5.30. There would be about a half an hour between the end of the women's game and the start of the men's game. But uh, we'll see what that slate looks like. Now, there is one doubleheader in the non-conference. Well, two doubleheaders total in the non-conference portion of the schedule. On Tuesday, November the 28th, you got a SWAC doubleheader. Uh, it's going to be UAPB for the women, Jackson State for the men. But one one doubleheader, I'm, I'm, look, I'm really excited about this one. On Saturday, December the 9th, the A-State women are hosting Louisiana Tech. And, of course, that is, there used to be some great oh. battles with the Lady Texters. And that is, you know, one of A-State's most played series. Now, it's not at the top. Of course, that's Little Rock, and then your conference teams are way up there. But but that's a team that A-State has squared off against a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So you've got that fun matchup on the women's side of things. And then on the men's side of things, that's also the same day the A-State men will be hosting UAB. Uh, and, of course, we talked a little bit about UAB last year. Uh, they had a phenomenal year last year. They finished 39th in the final net rankings. So if... If if you're somebody who is, if you're not in Jonesboro, if you're somebody who's streaming us and, and you know 
that maybe you're only going to be able to make it to Jonesboro for like one game in the non-conference slate, I would circle Saturday, December the 9th. Because again, it's women Louisiana Tech, it's men UAB. And that just looks like a really, really fun doubleheader to me. Uh, again, I, I like I, I like both of these schedules. Now they're they're completely different <laughs> for the women and the men. Oh, again, absolutely, <laughs> the women don't leave Jonesboro and the men don't get to come back. Yeah, you're right, <laughs> but uh, but there there are benefits to both. Um, obviously, with the women, you, you get the home games, you get some some really uh, good um, recognizable opponents, and then and then with the men, you get a check. And I, look, I know that the men's schedule is tough. Uh, certainly, Brian Hodson, no fear of absolutely diving in head first uh, with this schedule. But but I understand why. Now, I have seen a couple complaints about the men's basketball schedule. You know, the potential that it sets up this team for failure. It's it's too road heavy. This, that, and the other. And and, and look, I, I I get that complaint. I certainly would like to see this team more in Jonesboro and Hodson's first year. But the thing is, you you. I feel like this is a schedule where A-State is trying to set up things more for the future. And what I mean by that is this is the year where you bank that check from Wisconsin and that check from Iowa and that check from Louisville and that check from Belmont. And you try and turn those checks into good quality opponents to get to First National Bank Arena next year, either scattered throughout the non-conference schedule or with a really, really good MTE, multi-team event that is put together. So I get that it's not that fun this year for fans uh, because you're not going to see this team in person as much as you want, but I I feel like this is a schedule that is looking towards the future for for A-State men's basketball. I am interested in in what, if anything, uh, not not it's not happening right now this year, but at some point in time, there's already been conversations about what the Sun Belt is going to do to try and strengthen basketball. And on on the men's side of things, uh, the, I think there were conversations about requiring teams to have a certain number of home games against D1 opponents. Right now, these are preliminary discussions. These are not actions. These are not steps that have been taken yet. But um, I, I I I like it in theory. But clearly this year, A-State couldn't get a lot of people to Jonesboro on the men's side of things. So you wonder how that will work in in the future. Uh, but um, we'll just have to, to wait and see on that. Uh, we'll look more at the women's schedule as we go along today. But one more note on the men's schedule. And it's a small sample size so far. But I went and looked. I was able to find six other league schedules from around the Sun Belt that had been, you know, released in full. And at this point in time, the A-State men are the only team that are not playing a non-D1 opponent. So clearly a significant step up in strength of schedule uh, from from years prior and from what other teams in the league are doing. Again, there's still eight more schedules to come out, so uh, A-State might not be the only one, but they are the only one right now on the men's side of things. Trying to see if there's any more notes I want to throw out on these hoop schedules before we step aside quickly and take our breath. And I don't, I don't think there is. Uh, we will talk some A State football with you coming up later. In fact, in the the one o'clock hour, 
Um, we've started going, you know, positionally looking more in depth at this team. Yesterday, we looked at the offensive line. We looked at special teams as well. Uh, coming up today, we're going to look at, at the linebackers there in the 1 o'clock hour. But that is on tap. Uh, when we come back, I guess we'll... The Cardinals are having a good day, so we might as well talk about them while they're having a good day. So that's going to be on tap when we return from a break. If you're already burned out on Cardinal talk, well, then we give you permission to, to turn the dial. But just for 15 minutes, and then you have to come back after that. We'll step aside for a quick breather and be right back after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Rice prices down, other grains up. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. September corn at 474 and three quarters, up eight and a quarter. With December corn at 488 and a quarter, up eight and three quarters. September soybeans at 1358, up six and a half. With November soybeans at 1358, up 12. September wheat at 612 and three quarters, up 11. With December wheat at 639, up 11 and a half. October cotton at 8624, up 125. December cotton at 8583, up 147. September rice at 1540. Four down five cents with November rice at fifteen eighty down two. Moving on to livestock now, August live cattle one seventy eight forty two and a half up forty seven and a half. October live cattle one seventy nine ten up forty seven and a half. August feeder cattle two forty five forty seven and a half down two and a half. September feeder cattle two forty nine oh five up five. October lane hogs at seventy eight eighty seven and a half down seventy. With December hogs at seventy one twenty down one fifteen. That's your EAB noon market report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Quarterback, guard, running back, every position has a role in building success. If you want a position where you can build success in your own career, Lexicon is hiring welders, millwrights, and many more positions. We offer free on-the-job training through our own Lexicon University so you can learn while you earn and build the career you want. Competitive pay, a great health care plan, paid vacation, a sweet 401k plan, and more. Find out more at lexicon-inc.com slash football. Seed labels are a key indicator to cereal growers about what they can do with seed. The Seed Innovation Protection Alliance reminds cereal grain growers to carefully read and follow seed label guidelines to avoid stepping over the line, either with certified seed, Title V certified seed, or just variety not stated labels. States may be different. Please respect this long-term commitment and report a legally saved and planted seed to 1-844-SEED-TIP. That's one 844 733-3847. Boris Kitchen and Bath at 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro is Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Boris Kitchen and Bath bring their skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Boris Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends and designs with over 70 years of experience. Visit them at BorisKitchenandBath.com or call 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Boar's Kitchen and Bath. Your kitchen, your bath, their passion. At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve. And that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with the perfect loan, our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank, We're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a 
pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. If you think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day -day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at High Troll. And so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the High Troll family. Visit careers.hytroll.com. Now at Plaza Tire Service, buy three Kumo Mud Tires and get one free. That's right. Buy three, get one free on in-stock Kumo Road Venture MT-71 tires at Plaza Tire Service. Catch this unbeatable deal to get your truck or SUV ready for the fall with a great set of Kumo Mud Tires. Plus, you can make the purchase easy on your budget with a Plaza Tire Service credit card or our no-credit-needed financing options. Save big on in-stock sets of aggressive go anywhere kumo road venture mud tires for a limited time exclusively at placid tire service turn it up and annoy your co-workers who wear the wrong colors back to the workday red zone here's kara ritchie just about to dive into into some cardinal baseball talk but i i have a completely random question why is arkansas state not played uab more in in program history jonesboro is four and a half hours right? away from birmingham it is it is a regional opponent but i'm looking here so so of course uab is coming to jonesboro uh for on, on the men's non-conference slate again december 9th and what should be a really fun doubleheader at first national bank arena these teams have met once before ever in in basketball history. That was in 1985. I looked at, at women's hoops. Of course, these teams are, are not playing this year, but just, just to check. And the teams have played five times. None of those happening since 2003. I thought I would go ahead and check in football to see how often Arkansas State and UAB have squared off throughout the years. Twice. Twice ever. There was a home and home in 1996 and 1997. It just seems like such an easy regional opponent that You're it's right. baffling. I I I need I need somebody to explain this to me like I'm five as to why in the years and years and years and seasons and seasons and seasons of of athletics history that in football, men's and women's basketball, these teams have met Eight times. That is stunning to me. Is there is Very. there something like blatantly obvious that I am overlooking with all of these programs? Again, nine three oh three seven seven. Explain it to me like I'm five. If you know the answer as to why A State and UAB have just I never mean, really played. I mean, I'm sure. I would think A State's probably tried, no doubt, to to get them on the schedules. It may be something down there. Maybe the Alabama think? border regions or something. No, you know, could, well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, UAB clearly does not have full control over their program, as we <laughs> noticed when the border yes. regions decided to completely disband their football all right, team. Junior. <laughs> uh, but uh, all right. Uh, but hey, let's move on. Uh, and, but unless you know the answer to that question, I'd be I'd be fascinated to know. Uh, but uh, KavanaughCars.com question today: We are asking you for. Your uh, your group of five champ this year. Who's going to represent the group of five in the New Year's Six Bowl? Again, I expect a lot of love for Tulane today. Uh, no shocker there. They did it last year and finished off the season with an absolutely epic win over USC in the Cotton Bowl in one of the funnest bowl games on the entire bowl game slate. Uh, so if that's your answer today, hey, no judgment. But uh, we'll look at some other teams as well as we go along. 
The St. Louis Cardinals are in action today. They are actually ahead over the Pittsburgh Pirates. Right now it is five to nothing as these teams close out their three game series. And uh, it's the bottom of the third, two away. Although Zach Thompson is trying to navigate just a little bit of, of trouble right now because uh, got a couple of runners on. Uh, runners on second and third. There are two away. So almost out of it, but not quite. And he's got to navigate Andrew McCutcheon. Oh, boy, yeah. More on him in, in just a moment. Uh, this is just... Nobody deserves last place in the NL Central right now as much as the St. Louis Cardinals do. Uh, I mean, clearly they have have struggled on the field, but I, I didn't realize until I saw a tweet earlier today that the Cardinals were, were doing everything they could to go over Pittsburgh uh, so far this year. Um, they... They were swept in Pittsburgh June 2nd through the 4th. And they've dropped the first two of this series, obviously. And the last time they went through an entire season and got completely swept in Pittsburgh, 1907 and 1998 is when that happened. It's it's not something that happens a lot. But if you if you can't beat Pittsburgh, you, you deserve to finish last. You deserve to finish last in the NL Central. Again, the Cardinals are up today, but last night with their 6-3 to loss at Pittsburgh, uh, they fell to a season-low 17 games below 500. And like so many other Cardinal losses, this one was just a mess. Yes, there have been worse scores, but uh, this one was, was just as painful as so many of the others that we've seen. Um, Adam Wainwright was fine in last night's game until he wasn't. Uh, he... He was cruising right along through five. I think he'd only given up about uh, one run or so. And then everything just imploded and went downhill very, very quickly for Wayno and the Birds. So he got into the fifth inning. And at that point in time, it was tied one-to-one. I said the sixth, but I, I, meant, I meant the fifth. I uh, got into the fifth inning and just... Um, a ground out here, a double there, and then McCutcheon doing the hard hitting with the homer to make it 6-1. to one. The Cardinals did try and fight back a little bit later. Contreras uh, with the double. Burleson drove in, drove in a run as well. There were a few other guys that were on that threatened, but ultimately uh, nothing really significant coming out of it. So 6-3 to three was the final there. More on that in a moment. Let's shout at Tracy. By the way, base is loaded right now for Pittsburgh. Tracy's with us on the phone. How are you? Hey, sweet girl. What's going on today? <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, this has been a long time ago that this is all like happened like this. Like, I was born in 66 in California. We moved up around the St. Louis area in the 70s. And, you know, it's been forever that St. Louis wants to play like this. And then you had, I believe, in the 94, 95 range. But right now, it's just like they walk out there. They just don't really care. And I'm seeing, you know, i got this new toy called Twitter, and I'm, I'm having fun watching stuff. And I, I just don't, I just don't get it. There's got to be more going on up there. You got Streaky Goldsmith up there. Everybody just thinks he's special. You can always find another first baseman. And you got some of these other guys. You're Paul Goldschmidt is. I, there will be no Paul Goldschmidt slander on this program. He has been one of the only decent players for the Cardinals this entire season. Okay. okay. 
I uh, I've always been that person. Just I'm a very blunt person, and I think sometimes <laughs> this this streaky ball playing and different players is put like that. And you know, I look at like this. White Sox did something they had to do. Yeah, I think maybe St. Louis might didn't need to do some stuff. You know, more than what they did, they traded away some pitchers that really wasn't hurting us and some players. And now look at them guys. Each one of them are doing some good. You know, they're, they've got teams that might be in the playoffs or they might be farther than that. But St. Louis has still got some more stuff going on up there underneath the underneath the wrap or however you want to call it, in the basement or whatever. I think they need to check on that too. Maybe the general manager, the coach, some uh, some other coaches. And I believe it's time we get rid of this. Uh, I never can say his name. I apologize, but he's one of our trying to close pitchers. And I think it's time they put old, uh, oh, 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 what's his name? Oh, my gosh. But anyway, put him down the road. He's giving away more games for us. When you've got all this hitting and all these runs, and he walks out there and gives up runs and home runs like crazy. And Wainwright, if he don't get these other two wins, it won't surprise me. I, he yeah. just He's not doing nothing. He's not. He's trying to pitch, and he's falling apart. Last night, it, they killed him. You know, I hear all these at night on my route. I have to hear about there. But I get so mad, girl, I throw, I throw my foot down, and I – and frankly, I beat the floor. I, just, I get upset watching this mess. Yeah, I don't. You know I, mean? I don't watch it right now, Tracy, because I, as I've gotten older, I've tried to seek out less things that I know will make me mad. And this team makes me mad right now, so I'm, I'm not watching them. And, and I've tried to be really transparent with all of you when I recap games. I'm doing it yep. mostly from a a highlight and box score perspective because I can't watch this team right now. They are infuriating. Now, to be I, fair, I never I, do, girl. Yeah, I never give up on my teams. The well, balls, here's the, the thing. Rams, here's the thing. The I'm not Bulls, mad. I'm not mad know. at these players. I'm not mad at yeah. these players. They're still out there. They're still battling. But I am mad at this front office. And this front office does not deserve a single second more of my time or my investment for the way they put this team together that was fundamentally flawed at the beginning with yeah. zero pitching depth and without a true ace. This this front you office gets to, nothing else from me. Yeah, back in '98 when I started this night driving, 25 years I've been doing this back in March. And I'm going to tell you right now, we had season tickets for 20 years until we got sold out back in 2017 to Little Rock from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And this is my first season. I mean, we had good tickets down by third base line, right there by the green seat. But this is my first year that I have not been to a ball game. Wow. I don't, I don't care about watching it. Yeah. Right now up in the park and paying the money that I like buying on stuff up there. And it's just one of them things. I can hear it on the radio down here and get mad. But I will tell you right now, Miss Kara, this is uh, it's a pitiful shame. But right now, my mind is focused on three things. My L.A. Rams, my Tennessee Vols, and I still love watching my team here in town. Yeah. The Red Bulls, you know. But, girl, Blues hockey going to get started for a long, too. So, we're all good. It's going to be some more stuff coming in. All right. I, like, right. The, I like that outlook, there Tracy. You go. <laughs> Well, y'all all have a great day, and it's always good to talk to all y'all folks, okay? Because I will try to finally go to bed. I should have been at 1030 this morning. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You be y'all safe out there. About eight hours. But listen, I, I thank the word of y'all, and y'all have a great day, all right? Hey, thank you, you too, sir. Tracy. We appreciate that phone call. Uh, uh, yes, ma'am. We got phone lines all of a sudden lighting up, 930-3776. We'll see what's going on. D-Money on line, too. All right. Uh, let's shout at D-Money. How are you? Oh, living the dream, just loving this weather. I mean, whew, I am so happy about this. I just want to sit outside all day and bask in this lovely, lovely, lovely heat. Well, I'm glad you feel that way because it's going to be warmer Thursday and Friday, so I'm glad you're embracing it. 
Oh, hell yeah. I mean, you know, you got to embrace the squeeze, you know. It's just, it's great stuff out there. I mean, you know, you can only kill you, you know, if you don't, if you're out there too long or, you <laughs> right. know, put you in the hospital. I mean, it's good stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Yeah, good times. Um, as far as the question of the day, uh, I'm going to roll with my green wave. I think uh, Tulane's going to make another uh, another good run. Yeah, we, we uh, had... I, you answered this actually a couple of days ago because we asked everybody for a bold prediction on the season, and, and you threw out that Tulane would be the G five rep. So, so sticking to it. Yeah, I, absolutely. I think Pratt's gonna Pratt's gonna do well. They've had some really really good uh, transfer portal additions, uh-huh. and also I, I really think they're gonna do well. My biggest fear for them is they're gonna lose their coach, and you know they'll they'll get to you know the, the New Year's Day six again. And he'll be gone because uh, Tulane is notoriously cheap. Well, so. I mean, not not only that, but I mean, there's just if, if somebody really wants Willie Fritz, it's it it would just be hard to to match somebody who made a huge huge play for him. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and the thing is, is Tulane has the money. Tulane is very, very well moneyed. Yeah. But like I said, they just don't like spending it on football coaches. Even though their uh, <clears throat> their uh, profile out there is much has been raised a lot. Also, their uh, enrollment request, uh, their applications went up a whole bunch. And one of the main reasons they did because uh, a lot of kids were like, "Oh, Tulane." They had heard of it, but didn't know much about it. But that football team getting to the New Year's Six Bowl helped uh, people look a little bit deeper into it. By the way, kind of a little bit of a tangent here. Willie Fritz is just, he's got a fascinating coaching history to to begin with. So he was on, he was, I guess, on on the radar a little bit when he coached at Georgia Southern because he was there Uh for two years. So he was the guy at the helm, uh, for for those that are unaware, he was the guy at the helm the the first year that Georgia Southern moved to FBS and and they were in the Sun Belt and that was the year they went 8-0. Uh, but couldn't go right. bowling because they, they were transitioning. They had another good year the year after that, and then uh, he left for Tulane. But you look at his, his record at Tulane, there were a couple of years where they got better, and then they dropped off significantly only to, to <laughs> rebound and and have the 22 that they did. And, and D-Money, I guess it's it's in this one scenario, it was probably good that Tulane was cheap. Because if they would have ran him off after that 2-10 season in 2021, then then you know obviously 2022 wouldn't have happened. That's precisely why he's still there, because yeah. they didn't want to pay his buyout. <laughs> I, I know for a fact, having gone there, I, I know for an absolute 100% fact, that they, I think his buyout was like six mil or something like that, and they didn't want to fork up the cash. But then look what happened. It, it actually ended up oh, being yeah. the best the best possible outcome that it, that it could be. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it definitely paid dividends for him being cheap. But, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's Tulane for you. I mean, it's really... You know, <laughs> something. You know, even even the you know, even the, a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and again. Yeah. So, very true, but, very true. D money, we that, gotta we gotta hit pause here. We appreciate. Hey, the y'all problem. have a great day. Hey, you too. Thank you. Hey, mm-hmm. hydrate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> bye bye. Actually, I did pick up some of those little liquid IV powder oh, things uh, last week. Now, I'll be honest, I don't plan on going outside much this weekend, but just in case, (laughs) just in case they have those at at all your local stores, I would absolutely recommend stopping and picking some of those up. It's just a little bit of powder. You put it into your water, you shake it up, you chug it, 
Yay, hydration. Uh, all right, we got to step aside. Hey, when we come back, what we're going to do, we're going to try and run through uh, this list of all of the game time changes coming up uh, for uh, the high school football slate on on high school football slate on Friday. Everything has changed. We'll get you up to speed after a break here on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Today's NFL is centered around the passing game. That, combined with a short shelf life, has tanked the value of premier running backs. Look at what's going on in Indy with Jonathan Taylor. He's been one of the league's best backs the last three seasons, but with the contract extension looming, the Colts have officially allowed Taylor to seek a trade. In an era where the league is obsessed with attacking defenses through the air, it's hard to say what the Colts may get in return, although they've asked for a first-round pick. Although running backs don't hold nearly as much value as they used to, Taylor can make a significant impact. The Niners made it all the way to the NFC title game after acquiring Christy McCaffrey. LaShawn McCoy made three Pro Bowls with the Bills after Chip Kelly traded him away from Philadelphia. And Marshawn Lynch helped the Seahawks to multiple Super Bowls after being dealt from Buffalo. So although running backs may be a dying breed, a contender could certainly gain an advantage if they're willing to pull the trigger on a former All-Pro running back. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. College football is back. That's right, college football back, and so are the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code PATRICK. That's code PATRICK only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In partnership with Hollywood Casino and Charlestown Races, all games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash it's a summer of savings at Kavanaugh Hyundai in Jonesboro. Save thousands all month long on a new Hyundai. Drive away in a new 2023 Hyundai Santa Fe. Now up to 6000 off MSRP. Or get a new 2023 Hyundai Elantra. Now 2500 off MSRP. Or drive off in a new 2023 Hyundai Tucson. Now up to 4000 off MSRP. Don't miss the summer of savings at Kavanaugh Hyundai. 2020 Wilkins in Jonesboro. Or KavanaughHyundai.com. Hey, y'all, it's time to lose weight the healthy way with medication-assisted weight loss at Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself. You don't have to spend your entire day eating bars and drinking shakes because Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose almost 8,000 pounds and counting. Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss. And by now, you've probably heard of semaglutide. The celebrities and the influencers, they're all talking about it. Semaglutide can lead to dramatic weight loss. And Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that will help you lose weight. Call Elite Total Health, 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started today with Elite Total Health and find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Some things in life are just too important to chance. 
When choosing your cardiology team, consider the only hospital with an A rating in patient safety by LeapFrog. Delivering world-class heart and vascular care and an unmatched safety protocol, NEA Baptist stands above the rest. With a team of the most skilled physicians in the region's largest multi-specialty group, your heart is in capable hands. You have a choice in your heart and vascular care. Choose NEA Baptist, where safety isn't a goal, it's a promise. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Very short segment here to wrap up our noon hour. And I want to go through this list here as we welcome you back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Will with you in studio. I want to go through this list of of time changes for the opening weekend of high school football coming up on Friday. Uh, It is still, it's just projected to be miserable. The next couple of days, both Thursday and Friday, uh, forecasted high of 101. And because of this, teams around Northeast Arkansas have pushed back the start of their games, uh, either to 7.30 or to 8 o'clock. So we'll go first here on the games that you can hear on the EAB family of stations. Uh, West Memphis at Jonesboro right here on the ticket is going to kick off at 7.30. Mountain Home at Nettleton on Bob FM 94.1 is going to kick off also at 7.30 uh, at 8 o'clock is when Valley View at Harding Academy is going to kick off on KBTM 1230 News Talk 101.3. And then also at 8 o'clock is when Brooklyn and Westside are going to kick off on KISS FM. Um, At this point in time, it is easier to talk about games that have not changed their start time as opposed to the ones that have, but uh, we'll go through them anyways. Uh, Games kicking off also Friday night at 7.30 are Osceola at Newport, Gosnell at Pignett. And then all of the rest of this list I'm about to read off here is an 8 p.m. kickoff Friday night. All right, you ready? All right, Paragould at Green County Tech, Cross County at Harrisburg, Batesville at Searcy, Manila at Rivercrest, Southside at Pocahontas, Cave City at Clinton, Wynn at Marion, Hoxie at Truman, Hector at Mark Tree, Walnut Ridge at Highland, Earl at Salem, Melbourne at Bald Knob, ICC at Cedar Ridge. Also on Monday, August the 28th, Corning at Rector is going to kick off at 7 o'clock. Uh, hat tip to Chris Hutchinson and Logan Whaley, KIT, for assembling all of that information. Uh, that's where I pulled up a list to find. Uh, but uh, again, just anybody who's planning, out going, planning on going out on Friday night to watch high school football, undoubtedly your kickoff time has been changed. Uh, they have a great resource, a great list for you. And uh, we will also keep you updated here on air if we hear of any more changes between now and then. I feel like that's everybody, though. I don't, I don't know if there's anything left to change. <laughs> I, I think that's just about all of our local teams that are going to be in action that have pushed back that kickoff time. Uh, so, uh, again, just it's, it's, not too, it's Wednesday. It's not too early to make your, your hydration plan for Friday night. Absolutely. <laughs> for those of you going out and about. So, uh, whew, goodness gracious. Hey, we made it through one hour of today's Workday Red Zone. We've still got a lot to get into. Of course, we'll continue to keep you updated on this Cardinal Pirates game. Uh, we've got uh, A-State football talk on the docket as well as we continue our positional preview and talk linebackers with you. We'll check around some national headlines as well. And hopefully, we'll talk to you on the Right Fiber Hotline. So that's what we're ready to dive into in the second hour of the program. We'll step aside for a break and be back right after this here on The Ticket.
This is Willow's Wall, your Wednesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update, brought to you with Plans of Tire Service. Attention members and guests, we're one week away from the season debut of Live of the Red Wolves for 2023 from Lost Pizza Company on Southwest Drive. The show will be heard Wednesday evenings from 7 to 8 p.m., beginning next Wednesday evening, with the exception of October 11th. You can hear it on 107.9 KFI and the EAB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield, KFIN.com, and the new EAB Media Group app. Six Arkansas Razorbacks named to the All-SEC Coaches preseason team yesterday. Dwight McLaughlin and Rocket Sanders on the first team. K.J. Jefferson, Brady Latham, Bo Limmer on the second team. And Cam Little on the third team. Meanwhile, 13 Razorback seniors, including McLaughlin, Jefferson, Latham, and Limmer, named to the Reese's Senior Bowl watch list earlier today. And don't forget Cardinal Baseball in Pittsburgh, wrapping up the series against the Pirates. That action underway on our sister station, 95.9 The Wolf. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed to play us a tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Registration for the 2023 fall semester is underway at East Arkansas Community College. View the fall schedule of classes online at eacc.edu under the course schedule link. Representatives are available to assist you with course selection, financial aid, and registration. In-person and online classes are available so you can get trained and get to work. EACC offers lower cost and more support for a better experience. Prepare for your future. Enroll now for the fall term at eacc.edu. Edu. Visit the EACC Wind Center or call 870-633-4480 for more information. Register soon. Fall classes begin Monday, August 21st. At First National Bank, our mortgage lending team knows what it takes to make a home and a superior home loan process. Simple, proven, and reliable service with competitive rates at a bank that already feels like home. Since 1889, that's been the First National Bank way because for our people, this is home. Apply online at fnbank.net slash mortgage. From our family to yours, welcome home. First National Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Hey y'all, Matthew Cox here at Cox Implement. Get ready to take control of your outdoor space with the best equipment out there. We carry the industry-leading brands, including Bad Boy, Xmark, Ferris, and Altos, all under one roof. Our massive inventory means we can make deals that no one else can match, bringing you the best prices on the toughest zero turns on the market. We're your headquarters for zero turns in Northeast Arkansas, so don't settle for less. Come to Cox Implement. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. Brought to you by Central Life Sciences, the leaders in post-harvest grain protection. Small destructive insects can become monster problems in bins containing post-harvest grains, especially weevils. Try the new Gravista de-insecticide, the only dual-purpose dry product on the market that combines a synergized adulticide with an insect growth regulator. Apply to post-harvest grain as it's loaded into storage to protect your investment from adult insects and control future generations. Don't take a chance on bugs. Protect your grain from monster bug problems with Gravista de-insecticide from Central Life Sciences. Visit bugfreegrains.com to learn more. The next disaster is coming. The time to get ready is now. Make a plan. Identify meetup locations and people you'll need to contact and keep your contact list somewhere safe. Build a kit with enough food and water for three days. And don't forget your pets. Keep seven days of medication on hand. Work with your pharmacist and insurance company to get the extra doses. Make copies of important documents and keep them on your phone, in the cloud, or on a USB stick. Stay informed. Note area hazards, take courses in CPR and first aid, and sign up for local alerts. Be ready. 
Learn more at americares.org slash send us in. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We made it halfway through our Wednesday programming note. Not going to be here with you on Friday, but uh, still an hour to go today, two hours tomorrow. And, of course, we'll be back with you on Monday as well. Kara Ritchie and Will Oswalt with you here in the Ticket Studio. And uh, quite a bit still to dive into on today's program. Uh, we're going to continue to look around this A-State roster and uh, go positionally. Uh, with a more in-depth look at, at each of these units. Uh, yesterday, it was offensive line and special teams. Just one group to look at today, and that's the linebackers. And uh, we'll get into that in a moment. But a uh, couple of quick updates before we get into that. One I want to throw out today's KavanaughCars.com question is we are asking you today, who is your pick to represent the group of five in this year's New Year's Six Bowl game? Uh, right now, a lot of people on the two-lane bandwagon. Uh, which, hey, I get it, uh, but uh, that's a popular answer so far. We'll look at some others coming up later. And then also, uh, let's do a quick update here on the St. Louis Cardinals score. They are in action at Pittsburgh. This one started early, 1135, and uh, so far today, it's been more good than not for the Birds. Uh, this uh, this one is through four completely, and St. Louis is up 5-1. to one. Pittsburgh did threaten a little bit in the bottom of the third, uh, in fact, uh, there was a, a hit-by-pitch uh, after a walk to score that run, which is certainly not really how you script it, uh, at least if you're the team that is pitching at the moment. But uh, but uh, Zach Thompson was, was able to get out of that and had uh, a much cleaner bottom of the fourth. So now this one is going into the fifth as the Cardinals try to avoid going over Pittsburgh in the 2023 season. They've played, this is their sixth game of sixth scheduled there in Pittsburgh at PNC Park, and right now they're over 5. So trying to not go over 6 this year. We will uh, continue to keep you updated. Uh, who's had a big day today so far? I think uh, Aaron Otto uh, with a couple batted in. Goldie's had a, a good day today so far. Palacios uh, able to drive in a couple as well. So again, uh, more updates as we go along. Um, what other game in action in Major League Baseball? The Cubs currently up on Detroit. That one is one to nothing, two away in the top of the second. Not done talking baseball with you yet today, so sorry. Just uh, suck it up. We'll look at more notes from around the majors coming up later. But as mentioned, one of the things I wanted to focus on uh, this week and going into next week as well is just getting everybody really, really up to speed on this Arkansas State football roster. Hey, look, it's hard. Um, I, I'm telling you right now, I've got, I don't know how many different printed sheets of information I have directly in front of me because as the portal has started spinning, it is just becoming increasingly different, difficult to keep up with with who is on your team's roster and, and who is not uh, because of 
just how quickly these rosters are overhauled now. And there is, you know, some some pretty big differences in that linebacker room compared to 2022. Uh, notably, there's there's two really significant departures when we look back to last year. That's Jordan Carmouche and Jaden Harris. Both of those guys started all 12 games for Arkansas State. Of course, Carmouche was the Houston tackle, uh, Houston transfer. So he was a one-and-done guy that Butch brought in just to strengthen that unit uh, for one season. He absolutely did his job. Uh, he led the team in total tackles last year with 83. He was fourth in tackles for loss. So he was a huge contributor there in his one year at, at linebacker at A-State. Jaden Harris was also a significant contributor there. He played over 700 reps on, on defense, and uh, he was third in total tackles. He tied for seventh in tackles for loss. He had a couple of sacks. He had an interception. He had a forced fumble. He was a playmaker on the defense, and he has departed as well. So this is going to be a different-looking linebacker room than what the Red Wolves had out there in 2022. Now, of course, while there's been some key departures, there's been some key acquisitions as well. And in addition to that, some guys that have another year of experience under their belts and are, are poised to do big things. The lone returning starter from last year in the linebacker room is Malik Stryker. And that's a guy they love. Uh, they love him for his leadership. He represented A-State along with Justin Parks at Sunbelt Conference Media Day. He is a very cerebral dude. He is a different dude. Uh, he was on the podcast, I guess, uh, sometime this summer. Uh, on the Second and None podcast and talked about his routine of waking up at like 4.30 in the morning and, and going through just uh, like meditation and motivational stuff. And it's just, I, I'm going to tell you right now, Malik Straker is, is, is got it more together as a 21, 22-year-old man than I have ever had in my four decades on this planet. Like he is just, he's got it figured out. And that also includes on the football field, uh, where he's going to be such a significant playmaker and, uh, and a huge key to success for A-State football. Um, I accidentally closed out the tab that, that I had all the stats pulled up on. But if I recall correctly, he was second last year in total tackles for A-State. So a, a huge, huge key contributor. He's going to be back and excited to see what he does with another year of play under his belt. Of course, just a reminder, you know, Strikers originally from Canada. Uh, I'm not sure how much football he played growing up, of course, uh, he started out, um, transferred to A-State just a couple of years ago, but now it seems like he is just fully with it. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's adjusted to the system. He's adjusted to the play. Uh, he's ready to go out strong coming up this year. Joining him with the ones, at least in terms of some of the guys that I, I've seen in practice, Char Willikis, who is a Michigan State transfer. Uh, not, not last year. He's been with the team for a couple of years now, but... Uh, originally started his career at Michigan State, and then also perhaps Javante Mackey. Uh, Jaden Harris was a late departure out of that linebacker room. Uh, he was here in the spring. He was here in the summer. So um, they've, I don't want to say they've been scrambling to fill the spot because I don't feel like that's the case, but it was not expected to be a vacancy uh, coming into the season. So I think they've had a few different guys there at, at linebacker, but seen Mackey out there uh, quite a bit with the ones – uh, so that's uh, potentially a guy that, that could be out there. Um, easily the most interesting acquisition in the in the linebacker room is Gavin Potter. I've seen him a lot with, with the second unit uh, this year. 
course, still going to get a decent amount of playing time. But uh, Gavin Potter is the Kansas transfer. Now, he got here early. He was able to go through spring camp. But he played a ton, a ton at Kansas. 37 games across four seasons. He started 25 games. And, in fact, you go back to 2019, he was the Big 12 Defensive Freshman of the Year. He was honorable mention, all Big 12. So, he's just he's, he's already played a lot, a lot of football. Again, started his career in 2019. So, it's really exciting that he's going to be able to join this group and give this group some depth uh, there at, at linebacker. Also seen Jordan Sample, Sam Graham, guys that have been contributing so far in fall camp. But uh, this unit, I'm kind of torn on on whether whether this unit is is going to take a step forward. How much of a step forward this unit can take? Just because they lose so much production, uh, it, it's not that the guys stepping into the role with the with the first unit aren't capable of being playmakers. Sometimes you just never know when you when you lose such a massive amount of tackles, such a massive amount of production. Are guys going to be able to step in into that role seamlessly? Or will there be some growing pains, uh, especially as they work maybe somebody like Javante Mackey um, into the mix? So I, I wish I, I had that answer going in. But, man, just like so many other things with, with this roster, just so many different new faces in new places that uh, you can kind of figure out maybe a ceiling. You can kind of maybe figure out for a floor. A floor, but how the unit, how the players actually perform, is probably going to land somewhere in the middle, and it's anybody's guess as to as to where it is. I will tell you, there's room for improvement. You know, I, I looked through at um, at at the the player rankings from Pro Football Focus uh, last year in in how these linebackers were evaluated in in 2022, and it was it wasn't great uh, from a ranking standpoint. So there is a lot of progress that can be made. Uh, this room is... Well, I wouldn't necessarily call it old, but it's not young either. And I know this almost sounds like it doesn't make sense. There's just not a lot of seniors on the Ace 18 period. Uh, there's just one in the linebacker room, and that's, that's Malik Straker. Uh, you do have redshirt juniors, Gavin Potter, Dane Motley. Uh, Char Willikis. So in in a in a alternate landscape where you didn't have the COVID year, those guys would would be your seniors. Sure. They played a lot of football. Uh, in terms of just additional ju- uh, juniors, you've got Cam Jeffrey, Jalen Corporu, and uh, Brandon Fairley. Couple of redshirt sophomores in Sam Graham, Andrew Agapos, and Cruz Temple. Cruz Temple, uh, an East Carolina transfer, and then I think Sam Graham was was. Injured a little bit last year and, and redshirted. But uh, several freshmen and redshirt freshmen as well. Again, Javante Mackey has been out there a lot with the ones. He's a redshirt freshman. And you've got Jordan Sample, Jamil Williams, R.J. Kelly, Caden Solano, and Tony McNeil Jr. as your true freshman in that linebacker room. Any other notes on the linebackers? I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Like it's really going to be on, you know, Malik Straker and, and Willikis to to lead that room. Again, Straker has he started every game last season. He's got over over twenty appearances with with A State. So he's going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting 
and uh, and Willikis is as well. Willikis is is the the Mike linebacker. He is the quarterback of that defense. So he's got a very big, very important job. And uh, part of this defense, of course, is is going to go uh, as as he goes. So a crucial player there. I know I know Jones has praised him quite a bit um, this fall. So hopefully that translates into some on-field success as well. Just a couple other A-State news and notes as, as we continue to, to look around. Um, <laughs> I saw this article uh, making the round, so we might as well uh, talk about it here for just a moment. Of course, Arkansas State is going to open the season, football-wise, at Oklahoma. Uh, it's a place where the Red Wolves have not found success. The most recent meeting was back in 2000 in Norman. And that was a 45-7 to loss. And I feel like that was a game. Who was who played in that game? Like Josh Heupel played in that game for Oklahoma. Seth Luttrell, I think, played in that game. So uh, some high-profile coaches of Tennessee. In, where's Luttrell? Is Luttrell still at North Texas or did he get run off? Anyways, uh, some, some familiar names that played in that game. Uh, but there was a, a write-up making the rounds of... The recap of A State's sixty-one to nothing loss to Oklahoma in in nineteen ninety-two, and it's I guess it'd be funny if it wasn't actually kind of sad because clearly when you go out and you get beat sixty-one to nothing, there's there's not very many positive things you get to talk about for your team. Uh, that was the Ray Perkins era. And the headline is, quote, Perkins has tough day at the office. Reading here from an article on September the 13th, 1992 from the Oklahoman. And when talking about his strategy in facing the 13th ranked Sooners, Coach Perkins said, quote, my intention was not getting the quarterback killed. (laughs) Yeah. When you play a freshman quarterback, you don't want him taking a pounding. They've got great people on defense, rushing the passer, in quotes, and uh, got some pretty good pressure on then QB, Johnny Covington. It was uh, a game where Perkins' entire plan was just to shorten the game by running it up the middle as much as possible in the first half. A-State ran the ball on 3rd and 10, 3rd and 6, and 3rd and 15. If A-State runs the ball on 3rd and 15 at Oklahoma, I'm going to throw a shoe through my TV. Uh, But, uh, yeah, it was uh, not good. Uh, I guess the only positive from that 61 to nothing loss was that... Oh, wait, no, I'm kidding. I thought that was the game check. I thought it was a $300... Three hundred thousand dollar game check, but it was a three hundred thousand dollar buyout that A State would have had to pay to get out of the game. Wow. So I'm I'm reading that incorrectly. <laughs> so just ignore me for a second. Uh, but uh, that was the then Indians' second game in their return to Division One A. And following that game, A State was zero and two and had been outscored one hundred and ten to zero in those two games. Um, thankfully, no matter how this one goes on September the 2nd at OU, I, I feel very confident in A-State 
not getting outscored one ten to nothing in their in their first two games. <laughs> I'm going to make that bold prediction right now. Right, take it to the bank. <laughs> yeah, that this will not be a repeat of 1992, <laughs> even if game one does not go well. So I guess we've got uh, we've got that to look forward to. I'll, I'll tweet out that article again. Uh, it's it's posted on the message board somewhere. A state fan rules put it out somewhere. I think maybe on Twitter, so you can you can find and read that uh, read that at your leisure. I guess. Uh, let's step aside. 9303776 the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. Uh, you can weigh in with us on today's CavanaughCars.com question. Who's going to be the group of five rep in this year's New Year's Six Bowl? More on that when we return here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. This is Coach Brian Hodson, and I'm asking you to help our A-State student-athletes by donating to the Impact Club. This organization helps our program stay competitive and supports our student-athletes by facilitating NIL agreements that allow them to endorse local charities. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support makes a real difference in the lives of our student athletes. Wolves up. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Play It Against Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Play It Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Play It Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Play It Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Hey, y'all, it's time to lose weight the healthy way with medication-assisted weight loss at Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself. You don't have to spend your entire day eating bars and drinking shakes. Because Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose almost 8,000 pounds and counting. Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss. And by now, you've probably heard of semaglutide. The celebrities and the influencers, they're all talking about it. Semaglutide can lead to dramatic weight loss. And Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that will help you lose weight. Call Elite Total Health, 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started today with Elite Total Health and find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. It's a mix and match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta and a tin, loaded tots, Domino stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza locations. Hey, John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kale Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kale Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kale Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. 
First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is striving to make life easier for all their banking customers by introducing a brand new way to control your Visa debit card. With the My Card Rules mobile app, you can turn your debit card on or off with the push of a button, set limits on spending and transaction types, see recent transactions, customize alerts, and so much more. Existing customers can download the free My Card Rules app today in the Apple app or Google Play Store. We're giving you the power to take control of your card at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. AC issues in the summer interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your air conditioning repaired, you need it fast. Get more assurance with the Moore same-day guarantee. We'll send a licensed, trained, and background check technician to your home the same day you call or you don't pay a service fee. That's the Moore Assurance Guarantee. Creating comfort one home at a time. 870-336-2023. You deserve more. Don't sell for less. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Will hanging out. Ten days until the college football season kicks off, we have a college football KavanaughCars.com question that we'll tell you about here in just a moment. But hey, uh, hey, hat tip Caleb Garner, who also lets us know 75 days until college hoops tips off. Mercy sakes. <laughs> so all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, it is upon us, friends. Uh, I, I looked at the... Uh, I looked at my, my schedule a, a couple of, of days ago, and I've realized now that... Uh, that after this weekend, my next free Saturday is is December the sixteenth. So it's it's time uh, to to say the least. Of course, earlier today we were talking about uh, that Arkansas State women's basketball schedule that was released uh, just right before we went on air to open today's program at noon. And uh, you can find that at astateredwolves.com. You can find that on your Red Wolves app as well. Uh, but the season is going to tip off for the women at South Dakota State on Monday, November 6th. And then uh, the first home game for the Red Wolves is going to be part of that MAC Sunbelt Challenge. It's going to be against Northern Illinois on Thursday, November 9th. But uh, a lot of fun games that I'm looking forward to on this women's slate, including home games against, uh, well, you got a lot of in- in-state flavor. You got Arkansas, you got Hendricks, you got UAPB, you got Little Rock that are all going to be coming to First National Bank Arena this year. And then uh, in some other games of note, uh, Louisiana Tech uh, going to be playing in Jonesboro on Saturday, December the 9th. So I really, really like uh, this A-State women's basketball schedule. So fun that we've had that news to talk about this week. Um, as mentioned, though, our KavanaughCars.com question, football-related. I want to know what team you think will represent the group of five in the New Year's Six Bowl. Last year it was Tulane. Uh, they had a great, great win against uh, USC. I mean, that was just a fun game. One of the funnest games on the entire bowl slate. Uh, we actually had, you know, we had two good semifinals last year. We had that great game in the Cotton Bowl as well. Uh, those were definitely, definitely some highlights, which, I mean, thanks, thank goodness because the national championship game was absolutely terrible last year. So I'm glad we had something that was enjoyable. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you go back to 2021, and it was Cincinnati. Uh, that was uh, the group of five rep. Of course, they got drubbed by Alabama. But, but you know, prior to last year, 2022, the semifinals in the college football playoffs have been very lopsided. So it's not necessarily a massive surprise that uh, that that game featuring Cincinnati was. Of course, Cincinnati was a group of five rep before that, the year before. Uh, But that was a very close battle with with Georgia in the Peach Bowl. 
the year prior to that was uh, Memphis in the Cotton Bowl back in 2019. Did okay against Penn State, but Penn State was just a better, better team. Uh, going back to 2018, it was UCF, the year that they went undefeated until the Fiesta Bowl, but they lost to LSU 2017. UCF a little bit better that year. They beat Auburn in the Peach Bowl. So I lied earlier. I said that uh, Cincinnati was the only group of five team that had, that had been the rep in back-to-back years, but I completely ignored UCF, so my apologies there to uh, whatever they're calling their space football team this year. Western Michigan the year before that, and uh, part of that it was Houston, part of that Boise State. And those have been the representatives since 2014 in that group of five New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, lots of answers for Tulane today, and I absolutely agree and I absolutely understand. But as we look on these schedules, I am very, very curious how much South Alabama will have to say about that. If you go back to 2022, Tulane had, of course, an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal year, but they had a home loss to a Sunbelt team. It was Southern Miss who went to Tulane in, in week four and defeated the Green Wave 27-24. Once again this year, Tulane is, is going to host, um, well, they're going to host South Al. They're also going to play at uh, Southern Miss in week three. But, but man, that, that week one game, South Alabama at Tulane, that, that has huge implications for who could possibly be the New Year's Six Bowl rep. Uh, South Al, I think it was actually, was it Troy that was picked to win the West, I, I think? That sounds right. But I would have gone with the Jaguars because the Jaguars, of course, you know, they're coming off a, a great, great season. They won their last five games uh, there to close out the regular season in 2022. They did lose their bowl game, but their only conference loss was against Troy. They lost that game by four points. <laughs> they also, of course, had that really, really close game uh, there at UCLA where they almost pulled off the upset, but UCLA was able to make a game-winning field goal as time expired that, that shifted that one. In, in South Alabama, the thing with the Jaguars, they returned like everybody. They returned so many key pieces that I really look for them to, to perhaps, you know, if I've got to throw out a non-homer pick, I'm picking the Jaguars to pick the West Division. I think they're going to be tough, and I think they're going to give Tulane all they can handle in week one. And that's that's going to be one of the most important group of five ga- games on the entire calendar is, is South Al at Tulane there in week one. I, I, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball if this is going to be the year that, that the Sun Belt is able to make that step into the New Year's Six Bowl. But it's the next step that this conference needs to take to continue to to – raise its perception because typically you know national perception can lag a little bit behind reality it's been years and years and years and years now that the Sun Belt has passed Conference USA and the MAC in terms of overall quality from top to bottom that that happened a while back but it still took a few years for that national perception to catch up now, 2020 did did wonders <laughs> for the league's national perception because what you saw happen in 2020, of course, first off, you, you, you had games getting canceled due to COVID left and right, games getting moved due to COVID left and right. 
So in that 2020 season, I don't know if anybody made as, as much out of a bad situation as the Sun Belt did because it seemed like every time the league was put on, was bumped to a national broadcast, they took advantage. And of course, you had that massive, massive, massive week two where Coastal Carolina went on the road and beat Kansas. Louisiana went on the road and beat Iowa State. And of course, Arkansas State went on to beat K-State. Now, A-State season didn't work out quite like we hoped. Uh, Louisiana continued to play well, but it was Coastal who really grabbed the nation's uh, attention as, you know, they had that massive scheduled out of nowhere game against BYU that was absolutely phenomenal. And they had a great season until ultimately they fell to Liberty in the Brawl game. But that did a ton for the Sun Belt's perception. Last year, also in week two, that's when we saw App State top Texas A&M, Georgia Southern top Nebraska, and Marshall top Notre Dame. That did a ton for the league's perception. But to take that next big step, you've got to get a team into the New Year's Six Bowl game. Uh, Commissioner Gill touched on that on his State of the Sun Belt address to open up Sun Belt Conference media days. And that's what really, that's what will really change national perception. Because now with all of this moving and shaking around conferences, I feel like, you know, the Sun Belt is even going to continue to take additional steps to be significantly better than Conference USA. Uh, it's better than the MAC. Right now you're trying to gain on the Mountain West, which is still very stable. Well, I say that at the moment. Who knows sure, what's about Mike. to happen with the, <laughs> right. with the, Pacific West or the Mountain 12 or whatever they're going to, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with those four remaining Pac-12 teams. I don't know if anybody else does right now, but, but the Mountain West could still change. The AAC, of course, was rated by the Big 12. They lost teams like UCF. They lost teams like Cincinnati that had done so well in the previous years and, it, and had been their group of five bowl game representatives. But they, they replaced those with North Texas and FIU. So there's a chance now to pass the AAC. But you got to be able to do it by winning some key non-conference games like a South Alabama at Tulane and then by, you know, finding your way into that New Year's Six Bowl game as well. That's the next step for the belt. It would be huge, huge if uh, if that could happen. I guess looking on paper at the candidates that that could that would be most likely to pull that off. Um, who does South Al play non-conference? Uh, you got Tulane, you got Oklahoma State, uh, Central Michigan, and then also a a – FCS school, um, looking at the teams that are projected to, to fare well in the East. Um, App State plays at, at North Carolina. That would be a big win there. Also, East Carolina and Wyoming are on their non-con slate. Uh, Coastal Carolina could make a statement right out of the gate at UCLA. Of course, they return Grayson McCall, although they do have a, a head coaching change. Uh, also, they play oh they play two non-D1s. That's interesting. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is Jacksonville State... FBS this year or not? Uh, not sure yet. I think they're still in the Ohio Valley, which would make them FCS. Cause they're, check that. But they're moving up. I just don't remember if it's this year or next year. Let me do some checking here. Coastal has both Jacksonville State and Duquesne on their slate. And I cannot keep track of all of these teams that are transitioning into Conference USA over the next couple of years. Oh, that's right. They're in the CUSA. Let's see. But are, but had they already moved up or let's not uh, this year see. or next? First, first as an FBS program, according to the Yahoo Sports story from Monday. Okay, so they are they are in conference. Okay, so then only Duquesne on the the Coastal Carolina schedule. This is so confusing. <laughs> <sighs> mm, 
Who does James Madison have? James Madison plays at Virginia. They play at Utah State. They've also got UConn. Of course, uh, Virginia would be interesting right out of the gate, no doubt. No doubt about it. And then, of course, they face old friend Blake Anderson in week four. But uh, those are some of the candidates that are being talked about. Of course, Jamie would be in a really interesting position because there's no anticipated bowl in their future this year. But who knows? Maybe they can get a waiver before it's it's all said and done. Hey, let's go ahead and uh, and step aside and take a break. Again, our KavanaughCars.com question. Who will represent the Group of Five in this year's New Year's Six Bowl? I say we'll step aside, but uh, perfect time also to remind you about KavanaughCars.com. Uh, we tell you all the time that if you are looking to purchase a vehicle, that's the first place you need to head. But don't forget that they also buy cars as well. New, pre-owned, uh, you can find out all the details at KavanaughCars.com. It's actually a really simple process. Right across the, the top of the website, it says, we buy cars, click here now. And so that's what you'll do. You'll input a little bit of your information so they can reach out to you and get the ball get the ball rolling. Um, I promise, 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 it is going to be easier than dealing with the spammers or scammers that you would come across trying to sell your vehicle on social media. So just don't don't stress over it. Contact Kavanaugh through KavanaughCars.com and sell your vehicle to them. All right, now let's step aside. Uh, we'll do so. We'll be back right after this here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Local tire and wheel is throwing a back-to-school 30 for 30 bash, and you're invited to save. This month's deals on tires and wheels are guaranteed to be an A+. Right now, you can get started on the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $30 with no payments for 30 days. Yes, $30 today gets you four brand new tires with no payments for 30 days. Plus, local tire and wheel always offers nine months, same as cash. Why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay. Make sure that you and your kids are ready for school with safe and dependable tires from local tire and wheel. Nine months, same as cash. Payments to fit every budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local tire and wheel is throwing a back to school 30 for 30 bash and you're invited to save. $30 today and no payments for 30 days. Local tire and wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. Localtireandwheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. This is Keith Baird from Baird Dodge Crotch and Jeep Ram. Baird is having its biggest sales event of the year. Save thousands during a Labor Day sales event going on now. Baird has hundreds of new Dodge Crotch and Jeep Ram vehicles in stock and waiting for you. Save thousands off MSRP, plus take advantage of interest rates as low as 1.9% on select new Dodge Crotch and Jeep Rams. Save big, save smart, save thousands at Baird. Baird has new Dodge Challengers up to $6,000 off MSRP. New Jeep Gladiators, up to $7,000 off MSRP. New Ram Laramies, up to $11,000 off MSRP. Baird has banks of millions of dollars secured just for your next car loan. Good credit, bad credit, no credit, no problem. Baird will work hard to earn your business. Bring your trade to Baird. Baird will buy your trade, even if you don't buy ours. Take the short drive to save thousands at a Baird location near you. Or check our low prices out at buybeard.com. Don't get a bad deal. Get a bad deal. Because why pay more? See you for details. 
Nuke's Eatery is proud to announce our new Taste of Summer menu. Mouthwatering summer selects that you're sure to fall in love with. Picture a flavorful green goddess salad with crisp veggies topped with our incredible green goddess dressing. Or maybe our watermelon feta salad that combines the perfect balance of juicy sweetness with tangy cheese. Need a heartier option? Try our all-new Chicken Avo Club sandwich with tender chicken and creamy avocado. It's a taste you won't want to miss. Top it off with our new irresistible lemon cake. Nukes on Highland Drive in Jonesboro and online at nukes.com. If your office or home is in need of furniture with excellent functions in every aspect, check out David Martin Office Interiors. Get office concepts for any type of business. Cubicles, desks, seating, design layout, space planning, and more. David Martin Office Interiors is also a full-service home dealer. Whether you're a startup or an established company, David Martin Office Interiors has everything you need to help you cross the finish line. Located next to Jonesboro Gymnastics Academy, call them at 972-0180 or online at dmi-office.com. David Martin Office Interiors, trusted since 1970. You've been hearing a lot about Medicare as you approach age 65. And Woody Harrelson wants to help you learn about your options and make the decision that's best for you. Call Woody at 870-897-5000. That's 897-5000. Or come by 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro today to learn how Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield Medicare plans offer the right peace of mind for your needs and budget. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent of Arkansas Blue Cross. Plans available only to residents of Arkansas. Do you need an umbrella indoors? First Quality Roofing is here to help. Are you in need of roof repair or replacement for your residential or commercial property? Look no further than First Quality Roofing, your trusted roofing experts. Our skilled team is here to provide you with reliable, efficient, and cost-effective solutions. From repairs to installations, no job is too big or too small for us. So why wait? Don't let a damaged or outdated roof dampen your spirits. Call Walter at 870-316-2381. That's 870-316-2381 to get started started today giving you a hundred and ten percent and taking it one show at a time here's Kara Ritchie dun, 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 dun. welcome back birthday red zone Kara will you know the drill eight seven oh nine three oh three seven seven six on the right fiber hotline by Ritter communications of course, Right Fiber is an internet provider that is different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. Check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. When you call us, you can weigh in on our question today. What team do you see representing the group of five in the New Year's Six Bowl game? And uh, one of the first answers on the day was from Darian on Twitter, who said, The winner of South Al Tulane. So week one, week one is going to decide it. Okay. According to... Uh, don't play anything else. Marion. Yeah, yeah. And it, hey, look, it it won't... I don't know if that'll ultimately decide it, but he's not wrong that that, again, is a pivotal, pivotal game uh, this year in the group of five race. Uh, looking at what's going on in baseball news, Cardinals, of course, still there in Pittsburgh. Top of the six, two outs, up five to two. Runner on first, Wilson Contreras at the plate, and it is raining in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Will, have you looked at that radar? Is, is this a little pop-up shower, or is there a monsoon uh, no, that is see, that is developed over PNC Park? Let us just find out from the good folks at the National Weather Service in Pittsburgh. In the bottom of the fifth, Brian Hayes homer to center, and that was that second <laughs> run for Pittsburgh. So the Cardinals uh, able to start strong in this one with runs in the first and the second, but uh, but other than that, not really any scoring. 
Well, you had a stat yesterday, I feel like, that I heard you talking about during one of the breaks where you were mentioning how the Cardinals fared when they scored first versus oh, yeah, uh, how the other oh, yeah, it was team scored. Cardinals related, and it was John. Uh, their, was it John Denton? John Denton, that's who it was. All right, let me scroll through his social media because yeah. I bet I could find, while you search for the radar, I'm going to find this stat uh, about Cardinal baseball uh, because it was illuminating <laughs> To say the least, in terms of how this Cardinal season has has gone. Uh, and again, I'm still scrolling here. Should be able to find it eventually, maybe. Trying to figure out what... Uh, I, I don't know what kind of good scrolling music we could play in, mm. in the background. If it would... Um, well, weather service radar is down, but the weather channel says uh, thunderstorms likely to continue for the next several hours in the Pittsburgh area, so... Um... There is that. Uh, okay. All right. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, all right. So here's this note from, from John Denton, who covers Cardinals for MLB.com. When the Cardinals score first, they are 41 and 22. So that is a 650 winning percentage. Uh, if you if you multiply that out through the course of, of the season, that that is the equivalent of a 106-win team. 106 wins is is pretty salty, right? Beautiful. Yeah, that that would absolutely be enough to to get you a division title this year in the NL Central as well as several other divisions as well. 106 would be would be awesome. However, when the opposition scores first, the Cardinals are 13 and 48. That is the equivalent of a 35 win team. That is a 213 hmm. winning percentage. So. So the Cardinals scored first today, so the math tells us they should be able to hold on to this win and and, uh, close it out against Pittsburgh. But goodness gracious, is this team just hot trash when they do not get on the board first? It is uh, staggeringly bad how poor they have been at coming back from any kind of early deficit throughout this season. But uh, again, holding on to a lead right now, we'll see. How that goes. Elsewhere in baseball, Chicago, uh, the Cubs, as both Chicago teams are actually in action, uh, the Cubs are in action at Detroit. They are up four to nothing through the middle of the fourth. And then also, uh, you got the team on the south side tied up right now, scoreless against Seattle. That one in the bottom of the second. And uh, Seattle has been on a tear. As of late, which a lot of teams have at this point in the AL West, um, unfortunately, except for you know the Texas Rangers, they the Rangers have lost six in a row. The Mariners have won eight in a row. The Rangers, the Astros, the Mariners, all within a game. Rangers holding on to the narrowest of leads in that division. Astros have a game back. Mariners have a game back from the Astros. Look at elsewhere around baseball. Milwaukee on a hot streak right now. They've won four in a row. Arizona has have also won four in a row. Of course, that's coming off the heels of like an 11-game Dodgers win streak. So they've got a ton of ground to make up there in the NL West. Other teams who are hot around baseball. Toronto's won three in a row. And on the flip side of that, the Royals have lost four. I mentioned the Rangers have lost six. Nobody on a worse streak right now in baseball than the New York Yankees who are now five games under five hundred after losing nine in a row. And the Cardinals really just, Cardinals leadership needs to send 
some gift baskets to the Mets front office and to the Yankees front office. Because obviously with those teams being in in major media markets and of course with the Yankees being the Yankees, there's going to be significantly more conversation this year surrounding how those teams have disappointed uh, even more so than St. Louis. But, But if it were not for those teams, I do believe that there would be significantly more attention this year on the Cardinals and just how much they have massively, massively underachieved. So Mo, send... Send some fruit to your Yankees and Mets counterparts. A gift card? I don't know. I saw an interesting Yankees. The first nine-game winning losing streak they've had in 42 years. If they lose their next game, it'll be the first 10-game losing streak for the Yankees in 110 years. Again, John Mazalock better be saying thank you. Oh, to Yankees leadership. Zach's with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Good. What's up, Carol? Hey, what's up, man? Well, not much. Just uh, sweating like a dog. But other than that, pretty good. All right. Uh, can we agree that the Yankees are a thing of the past? Like, the, remember the powerhouse Cowboy teams of the early to mid-90s? I think the, the Yankees have now fallen into that category. They've won one World Series uh, since 2009. I mean, they can be back, though, because they've got money and they've got prestige, and that's still a destination Well, destination the landing Cowboys spot. have money? Yes, they do. I mean, it's going to take some tougher changes. It's going to take some leadership changes and, and things of that nature, and I, I don't know if, if the people running the show there are bold enough to do that, but you would certainly think so because those fans in New York are not going to be quiet for long about disappointment. I don't know if there's a big bully on the block like they used to be is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, they're not right now. No, they're going to have to rebuild. Exactly. I mean, you know, everybody made a big buzz about getting John Carlos Stanton a couple years back, and they get him to go along with Aaron Judge, the, the uh, Twin Towers. And and uh, the biggest claim to fame since then has been Judge breaking the uh, well, the uh, uh, most home runs of the season. Yeah, Stanton just hasn't played enough to be in a conversation. No, they got, they got uh, false sell, sell, sell a false good. With him, if you ask me. Yeah, he's played, let's see, this year. I mean, he's only played 75 games this year. Uh, he missed. He, he was he was um, good last year from a homer perspective, although his batting average was awful. But he only played 110 games last year. Yeah. You know, he just he is just barely, with the exception of 2018 when he first got there, he has just barely been in that Yankees lineup. Yeah. I mean, this this uh, century alone, the Yankees have won two World Series, same amount as the Cardinals. Yeah, and we've been the, the Cardinals have been the more World Series than the Yankees have. One, two, you know, three, four. Well, uh, you know, they two thousand they beat the Mets. The Yankees did, and then they uh, won it in '09. And Cardinals been there in '04, '06, and '20. Uh, well, been there four times: uh, four, six, eleven, and thirteen. Yeah, and won it twice. I'm just that's that's, that's kind of where I'm, where I'm going with that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, hi. I just want to make sure and let Will know that I do have immunity on this show, and I want to celebrate Kobe Bryant's 45th birthday today. Had he lived, uh, Kobe would have been the big four or five today. Hard to hard to believe. Uh, you know, it's just that's probably gonna be the biggest uh, tragic death of a sports figure in in, in my lifetime, Kara. And I, I I would say yours as well. Would you agree? I mean, I'm trying to think of one that. That Cotton, Bill Earnhardt that, Sr. Yeah. would probably be up there. Well, but, I mean, in terms of 
I, I realize how how massive he was for for his sport, but I was not much of a, a racing fan. Me, but me neither. Trust me, it's I'm, I'm not a fan of. <laughs> I'd rather watch paint dry. I do I, feel yeah. like I do feel like I reacted to you know personally Kobe's death with more disbelief than anybody else I've seen. You know what I mean? A like when you too. yeah when you yeah, got the news and you were just like, there's there's no way this is true. Yeah. You know, and He's then with a thirteen year old daughter and several other passengers. You know, but uh, I think his was the biggest tragic death yeah. of uh, our lifetime. We, we didn't get, to, we weren't alive for a Thurman Munson or a Roberto Clemente. Yeah. You know, and what he was to the game of uh, basketball in the NBA. You know, he's one of the one of the goats. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. But uh, anyways, will fear not. Uh, I will remain silent and mute uh, on the uh, drive this afternoon when it comes to the birthdays. So I just. I've got immunity. Just wanted to make that clear. <laughs> All right. Hey, we got to take a break. A break. See you, Zach. And uh, that's what we'll do. We'll come back and uh, wrap up today's workday red zone right after this on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the workday red zone. Registration for the 2023 fall semester is underway at East Arkansas Community College. View the fall schedule of classes online at eacc.edu under the course schedule link. Representatives are available to assist you with course selection, financial aid, and registration. In-person and online classes are available so you can get trained and get to work. EACC offers lower cost and more support for a better experience. Prepare for your future. Enroll now for the fall term at EACC. Edu. Visit the EACC Wind Center or call 870-633-4480 for more information. Register soon. Fall classes begin Monday, August 21st. Mr. T's knows football season tailgates start way before kickoff. So stock up on everything you need with the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Either cross the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's, open 365 days a year. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Some folks might be able to buy that fancy brand new car, but the majority of us are just looking for something we can afford. Well, Magnet Motor Company can help. If you're looking for an affordable car, truck, or SUV that you can buy wholesale, if you have fixed income, bad credit, good credit, or just need to build your credit, Magnet Motor Company has you covered. You can pay with cash. You can pay by credit card. Our Magnet can finance. Check out our inventory at magnetmotorco.com and give us a call at 215-0077 and let us put you in your next ride. Magnet Motor Company, Highway 49 South in Paragon. In football, collisions are an exciting part of the game. In real life, that's a whole other story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair, 935-9482. At Right Fiber, we've got your number for gig speed internet. Our new 5-gig speed takes gaming to new heights and sets new standards for streaming. It's a high five, fab five, five-star fiber experience. Not ready for five? You can still live the gig life. It starts with our one gig speed, or you can double your online power with two gig. So pick your right fiber gig, one, two, and five gig, all priced just right, only at Right Fiber. 
Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. Jonesboro Cycle is your go-to for all your power sports needs. Whether it be off-road, on-road, or on the walk, they have you covered. Check out their inventory of four-wheelers, side-by-sides, motorcycles, dirt bikes, cruisers, go-karts, scooters, personal watercrafts, boats, and even boat motors. And because of you and your support, Jonesboro Cycle has grown from a 1,200-square-foot building on Carroll to the 185,000-square-foot motorsports mecca that it is today. With all the brands like Honda, Yamaha, Indian Motorcycle, Kawasaki, Polaris, Sea-Doo, Can-Am, Manitow, Havoc Boats, and more. And they're the only store in the state with all those brands under one gigantic roof. And their service department has been upgraded, renovated, and redesigned to give you the service you deserve. The new Jonesboro Cycle is an experience. Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. 11-759 U.S. Highway 63 in Bono or jonesborocycle.com. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch. I'm not even gonna lie, Will. This this week has already flown by. It. I, I love it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we get Good to deal. this part of the year. I get. You know, they used to have the office uh, office supply. You know, you would you would hit the easy button. Right. Uh, I, I feel like you get into in, in sports radio every day. You just walk in. You're hitting an easy button before you get on air because it's just it's. It's college football. It's college football. Maybe a little bit of up, uh, updates on, on some baseball, sprinkling in some other sports as well. Of course, A-State Athletics has gifted us with, with schedule releases over the past two days uh, with men's basketball yesterday, women's basketball today. And uh, just I, I want to be clear, no complaints. No complaints <laughs> right now. Uh, and a, a heads up for the rest of this week, we're not going to be with you on Friday. Uh, so just one more day left here of the Workday Red Zone this week. Uh, we're going to continue our, our positional preview uh, for Arkansas State football tomorrow. I've already forgotten what position group I, I wrote down, but uh, we did defense today, so it'll be offense tomorrow. That's all I can tell you. So I don't know if we're going with, with wide receivers or running backs. Definitely one of those. Uh, somebody on offense is who we'll talk about tomorrow. And, of course, we'll see what we get into. Uh, we'll uh, hopefully recap some Cardinal baseball. Uh, as they're still in that rain delay, probably will be for a while, 5-2. to two. Uh, The Cardinals lead over the Pittsburgh Pirates in the top of the sixth. Uh, tomorrow, let's see, the Cardinals are off tomorrow. Yes, and yeah. Philly, Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Yeah, so uh, that's what's going to be on tap for that. Who knows what else we'll get into. We've had big news over the past couple of days, so we'll just have to wait and see what else is going to be on the slate. Uh, women's soccer home opener tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Now, thank you for the update. Right, right now scheduled for three, but because of the weather, who knows what may happen? Yeah. So Jackson State coming to town tomorrow. Yeah, everything, uh, everything right now is kind of is is in flux uh, in terms of scheduled time due to the weather. We went through all of that list earlier in terms of the NEA changes in Friday night kickoff times, but. Uh, 
Chris Hutchinson's got a great list for you on the KIT website uh, if you need to get up to speed or if you have a question about when your team is going to be kicking off Friday night. Everything has changed here on the EAB family of stations, so everything pushed back, and we'll continue to make sure you're up to speed on that uh, before we wrap things up tomorrow as well. But, uh, hey, that's a wrap on today's show. So thank you to everybody who called and commented, texted, tweeted, helped us pass the time on a Thursday. Keep it here. Dan Patrick's on the way next, and that'll be followed by The Drive with Kate Carlton. Have it here tomorrow morning for the Front Row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way after that at 10. And we're going to return tomorrow at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. For Will, for, for Will, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk with you tomorrow. Have a great, great day. This is